If it's happening now, we're talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900 CHML. Let's bring in Marianne Mead Ward, Mayor, City of Burlington, and with is with us now. Marianne, thanks for the time. I hope you're well. I am. Thanks for your interest. Boy, this has uh, gone up another notch, it seems, again. Uh, any idea how many animals may be involved in some of these sightings or attacks, or if it is the same one uh, th- that, uh, you, you know, is doing this or that has slipped away? It, what more can you tell us there? Well, we have had great support and advice from the ministry, uh, right from the minister uh, all the way through to his staff of experts. So what they have uh, told us based on what what we know from the attacks and from talking to the victims is that this is probably the work of a family of coyotes. Uh, they do they are territorial. Uh, one family can can take up as much as a 15 kilometer radius, and all of the attacks have occurred well within that. So uh, the first three we were able to identify and euthanize that coyote, uh, but there are other members of that same family that we are now uh, tracking with the help of ministry staff. We have a a certified wildlife technician, of course, our animal control, and we really do rely on the public to uh, call in any sightings. That helps us a lot. Uh, That's my next question. How do you track? How does that work? And is that uh, obviously depending on who sites and calls in? So they are territorial, so they do stay, uh, uh, one family will take up a whole area. So this Mm. is really, I think, the good news for the community, that it is isolated to a small group of coyotes that we will find. Uh, We, our staff have been tracking them, there have been a number of sightings, and so once we, uh, our protocol at the city, our long-standing protocol has been as soon as a coyote attacks a human, they're they're a threat, obviously, and they have Mm. to be eliminated. So we will Mm -hmm. be tracking this family and eliminating them. So any idea of numbers here, Marianne, how many in this pack? Uh, we, we don't know that. Um, uh, we, we don't know the answer to that yet. Yeah. Uh, so you've, you've uh, activated a crisis management team. What does that mean? That means we bring uh, all of the department heads together to that, that need to be involved in the conversation. I just got off the call uh, with them now. It's a much more formal structure. We were meeting informally when the first three attacks occurred uh, as an emergency team to track and deal with that coyote, which we did. We thought that was the end of the end of it. Uh, then two more attacks occurred. Our staff were tracking that animal when the uh, the third attack on Saturday occurred. And so the crisis management team is a more formal process. Uh, we li- liaise directly with the province on it. It is one step below a state of emergency. So it's a serious, uh, serious situation. It uh, it, it puts some uh, structure and formality around making sure that all the department heads who need to be part of this conversation are there and that we are in close contact with the province to get advice on how to deal with this. And what is Natural Resources' uh, role in this at this point? They are providing invaluable expertise to us. Uh, they they are experts in wildlife management in general and coyote behavior in particular, and it was through those conversations that we learned about the fact that this was probably a single family, 
uh, that they are up to a 15 kilometer radius that once we eliminate and deal with that family, then these uh, attacks will stop. The other thing, though, that is critically important is that they suggested the behavior was probably because they've lost their fear of humans, probably because somebody is feeding them, Mm. either intentionally or not. And I was sent this morning pictures of somebody who left a bushel of corn beside a bike path this morning, less than a half a block from where this lady was attacked on Saturday. That, That has got to stop. Yeah, it, it's bizarre that, you know, even though this sort of stuff goes on, because I've seen it just in, you know, somebody taking bones out. It's like, you can't do that. Uh, you just can't do that. Um, uh, any idea how many encounters there have been so far? Well, there have been a lot of sightings, and we do ask people anytime they see a coyote to uh, report that. They can call City Hall's main number, or there is an online reporting tool, because we do use that information to figure out how many coyotes there are in Burlington, where they're located, where where their movements are. That's really helpful. Some folks have taken cell phone video and sent it in, uh, uh, which is also helpful. Uh, to identify coyotes, but we really do rely on the public to uh, to report that to us. And if you see uh, I- illegal storage of food or food out in garbage cans or like this morning, the bushel of corn, please, please let us know because we will deal with that immediately uh, and, and continue to send the message. You know, people may feel that they're being well-meaning by feeding wildlife. They're actually yeah. finding their death warrant. Yeah, as soon as point. an animal becomes accustomed to humans, they're a threat to humans. Good point. Marianne Mead Ward with us, Mayor, City of Burlington, as they continue to deal with their coyote situation. And if you see one, give the town a call so they can uh, keep up to date with all of this. Good luck with this, Mayor, moving forward. Be well. Thank you so much. Appreciate the intro. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. (laughs) And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.